Hello, I'm Steve Turton. This is my conversations. Oh no, it's not. We've changed our name. This is Gambling with the Pope. Sorry, episode 36. I suppose episode one of Gambling with the Pope really, isn't it? A little bit off the pace here, as you can tell, obviously still. Sorry it took so long. This finally our Derby Review show. We're joined for the second time, our first returning guest, backed by popular demand, psycho-comedy lead singer Sean Powell, joins us, Big Blue Nose, to break down the derby. He's hilarious, as he was last time. Gets into the game itself, everything from Trent Alexander-Arnold, Gulliver's World, slide tackle, to <laughs> Michael Owens, punditry, Jamie Carragher, nobody's safe from, from Powley this week, so... Yeah, definitely worth tuning in for and, and worth the wait. I'm away from the derby, me and Popey get stuck into a little bit of Tiger Woods talk and just what we're doing with the show a year on in with our name change and how we're going to push forward with it or how we're going to retire from the podcast game. It's a fun show. I hope you enjoy it. As always, tell your mates if you do. Share us on your social medias. Give us a little like, give us a little review and a rating if you've uh, if you've got a minute nice one as always give us a shout at gambling with the pope on instagram to get involved Ta-da now. steven mr pope Hi, mate. Sorry I'm running a bit late there. That's okay. That's okay. Sidetrack with Blippi, unfortunately. With what? With Lippy? Blippi. Yeah, I mentioned it to uh, to Adam during his interview a couple of weeks ago now. With a so-called children's entertainer, yeah, found on YouTube. Yeah, and our Dylan's a little bit little bit obsessed, to say the least. If I had to describe him, I'd probably say he's like Timmy Mallet on acid. But probably <laughs> best describe Blippi. I thought you said Lippy. I thought you'd gone full psycho comedy mode, and you were getting the uh, getting the blusher out and that for for Sean coming on with us. Well, I certainly don't need any blusher, do I, with my cheeks? <laughs> no, certainly. yeah, no Blippy. So um, Phil and Ted, a couple of our mates, the Bad Sparks, were down in mine probably a week or two ago, just fitting a couple of lights, and uh, we had Blippy on, and I couldn't quite believe what they were seeing. Like, yeah, Ted's comments were that he belongs in jail. <laughs> <laughs> which co- which coming from a man who goes by the moniker Ted Bundy is quite quite the accusation, isn't it? It's quite the take, really. Yeah, after after a small sample size, anyway. On the back of that, I didn't really think much of much of Blippy, but in, in terms of being quite sinister. But on the back of that, safe to say that Ted planted the seed. So I looked into it, and under another alias, so before Blippy was born, essentially, he used to go by another alias, not a kid's entertainer, but he was on he was on the internet as somebody else, and, and one of his so-called pranks was shitting on, shitting on one of his, his mates, whilst naked whilst doing so as well. So quite extreme going from that, really, to, to rolling around the ball pit in, in Nonsville, Tennessee, with a few kids. Like That's quite the CV to get into children's entertainment in it did he not do cbr checks anymore for the bbc or is he what is he youtube did you say well, this is it there's an overtting process he's got toys out uh, he's sponsored by youtube so i, I don't think well, certainly ethics go out the window but there can't be any sort of vetting process if he's if he's gone from that and then fast forward a couple of years later and as i say he's rolling around with a couple of kids and 
Yeah, just a little bit unnerving now. So yeah, there you go. That's uh, that's Blippy for you, and, and it's Blippy who takes up most of the television time in our house, unfortunately. It's yeah, it's quite the fucking. You didn't like, expect to start on the uh, no. did you? <laughs> You've caught me with an absolute bolo punch here. I didn't see that coming whatsoever. <laughs> well, there you go. But, the uh, the mysterious uh, life and times of of the Pope. Eh? Your lads don't need entertainment from a from a lunatic like this blippy character they're out there enough your boys i think baby juice and baby gronk have we as we've documented <laughs> on this on this podcast before but I, I wanted to start before we get into any of the sports stuff we've done it we've managed a a full year without seeing each other in person you sound quite proud of that fact <laughs> well it's quite the achievements in it to think we've you know done a podcast for the last 11 months maybe we managed a yeah. full year without seeing each other face to face. So, when, so, when, so when, when was it officially the, the full year? What date are we talking? You seem to know far too much on this subject, and yeah, I'm comfortable with. But when when was it? By my recollection, I think would it be right to say that you left Amsterdam on the maybe the twelfth of February, Popey? Maybe the thirteenth. Seems like yesterday, to be honest with you, Sting. Does it? I don't know. Oh. Could, could have been. I've had insomnia since I've got back here. Yeah, I haven't been able to shake it really. It's uh, a year and, and, and no doubt uh, another year or two ahead and we might eventually see each other what, round about 2025, do you think? Possibly, yeah, that'll do me. That'll do me nicely. I've found me uh, migraines and, and just general stressors not seeing you in person of... <laughs> I've come down quite a bit. I don't think I could take an actual in-person relationship with you and doing this on a on a weekly basis. I think that'd be. Do you know what's the? I think it could actually be a bit awkward. We've known each other for what twenty years. Yeah. But I think the next time we actually see each other in person might even be a little bit awkward. Dare I say? Is it going to be awkward for our mates as well if we're in company? Is it just like weird? Like what have we done? Have we just made the whole friendship weird now with this? <laughs> We should just yeah, we should just maintain it as a as a long distance relationship as it is. <laughs> at all costs really, yeah. Obviously we've got Sean Powell coming on with us tonight. Usually this we'd start with the Derby. We'll save that till Powell comes on. I think there's only one place we can start in sport this week, Popey. It's the terrible news of, of Tiger Woods' car crash yesterday. Yeah. What was your initial thoughts as the news come through? Yeah, it, it sort of had very much Kobe Bryant vibes to it. Mm, yeah, as, yeah. As, as morbid as that sounds, just the suddenness of it all, really. It was an early morning in LA and, and, and round about the same time of year. And that was my sort of initial thoughts. And, and obviously, as the news starts filtering through and you see the the wreckage and you sort of, you, you're expecting the worst at, at that point, aren't you, really, when yeah. you see the car wreckage. And similar to you, Steve, I suppose anyone, Generationally, anyone from our generation certainly is holds sort of looks up to Tiger. Anyone who certainly is into sports and, and golf, and I know obviously we touched about his Vegas years and and his uh, his controversial past to say the least. But certainly as a, as a as a sportsman and anyone who's who's he's even slightly interested in in, in sports is obviously sort of holds Tiger in, in high esteem really and, and, and idolises him to an extent. And he's certainly one of my sporting idols. Yeah, I really went through it all. Really, when the news came through yesterday, and, and obviously I was glad to glad to hear that it wasn't going to be uh, yeah a fatality. And obviously it's a it's a long road ahead for him with 
the suspected shattered legs or whatever's mm. whatever the news is. Shattered ankle. I think shattered ankle, two broken legs, two compound leg fractures, which that's when the the bone comes through the skin, the leg fracture. Is that just hearsay, though, Steve? No, that, no, that no. Official, that like, was I think that official was, line from, that, the, that was from the, the hospital. Is yeah, it? I think that was from the from the hospital and from the oh. the medic announcing yesterday. So as you say, a, a long way back, but. It's almost a good result, isn't it? You know, when the initial reports, they kept talking about pulling him out the wreckage with the jaws. Mm. I thought fucking Greg Norman might have been involved. The White Shark, he tried to run him off the road or something. I don't think they've got a very... Uh, <laughs> friendly... Why would it be Greg Norman the front different times? Uh, I wouldn't surprise me if they never played around the golf together competitively or... Uncompetitively, well, why would it be Greg Norman? I've just heard Greg Norman talk. I've heard Greg Norman talking on, on Tiger Woods. To be honest with you, saying that he's been a bit frosty. He's offered his hand and offered some advice here and there. You know, when he was going through his troubles, and he's and he's pushed it away. That's for another day and another show, anyway, Popey. <laughs> we don't. What's Greg's beef? That's mad. That what is Greg's beef? I don't know. It's got a massive comeback written all over it. Bigger comeback than last time. Watch I, this space. I hope so. I hope so. I said to you. When he was down and out, when he was at his lowest ebb, that he would come back and win a major. I think you'll you'll give me that, Popey, won't you? And I think I actually backed him <laughs> on the year he came back. I think I actually backed him to to win four majors <laughs> in one year, <laughs> only for him to be slumped over his car last time, full of prescription pills. You don't want to go all national inquiry, a Popey, but was there a little bit of your right away thinking, oh dear? What's what's Woodsy been up to? What's his private like life been like recently? Because I was watching the golf on Sunday night and I caught him. I put him on our Instagram account, a couple of pictures yeah. and a, a couple of uh, you know funny posts. And he did look a little bit out of sorts Sunday night talking. Now I think he... that's an understatement. Steve looked heavily medicated, didn't he? Mm. I didn't watch it. I haven't really been watching much of the golf. Just sort of tend up, tend to turn up for the majors. To be honest, but yeah, I'd seen the picture that you'd you'd put up on the Instagram page and. Let's be honest, he looked heavily medicated there. Mm. So I think it was irresponsible, the fact that he was sort of driving alone in the car. But it's a shame he's not a lineman anyway in the NFL because this is all it would have took for him to win Comeback Player of the Year, really, wouldn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Is that a little On the back of Alex Smith. Is that a little dig at the Alex Smith bet, is it, Popey? It is indeed, yeah. All he had to do is fucking break his, his leg and, what, have 17 ops and then, what, take a snap? Throw an interception and that was it. And, done and dusted. And, so. take, and take the Washington football team to the playoffs for the first time. And there's one of three quarterbacks who started yeah, in that okay. position, or maybe even four. Okay, so, but yeah, the party you could argue, but it felt like potentially like that big shocking news, like when Michael Jackson died, or you know the OJ Simpson. It had that sort of vibe about it, didn't it? It was William. Kobe. I think Kobe, Kobe. in more recent times. I think that's the perfect perfect example. Yeah. But a perfect comparison, really. But but what's up yeah, with our it, but Popey, what's up with our podcast? I posted them on IG on Instagram. What must have been a couple of hours before the crash. I tipped them for the money list this year as an outside shot. I actually put up the Tiger Woods Tiger Roll double from a few years back <laughs> on our Instagram page about two weeks ago. I think one of our listeners, Tommy Standish. Actually, actually backed it. I think it's a thousand to one shot. He messaged me, "Fucking hell, that's that bet down, isn't it?" It's one thing tipping teams and the falling short. We're getting into dangerous territory when the jinx is stretching to wiping people off roads and, and nearly killing them. Well, I, well, I certainly, I think I feel as though we are the worst thing to ever happen to Liverpool Football Club. But obviously, we'll come on to that later. But the one time I've, well, not the one time, but but the most recent time I've tried a little bit of reverse psychology as well. Don't know whether you remember, but. It was with uh, with Tom Moore. I think it was literally the week the week before he died. 
I was on here saying saying how well he looked, and lo and behold, a week later he's uh, he's contracted COVID, and then he's uh, he's passed a couple of days later. So even even stuff like that, I, I do feel as though it is some sort of deep rooted curse that we can't seem to shift for for whatever reason. It is getting a little bit. Ridiculous, isn't it, Popey? It, it, it I is. think so, yeah. My gamble and I have been absolutely terrible since we started, <laughs> started this podcast. And even the bets that I've landed, they were placed before Liverpool to win the, the league last year, the Miami Heat to, to, to win the Eastern Conference. It was all before. Wow. It was all before we started. What's happened? Congratulations. It's a fucking disaster. The reason I'm using Liverpool as an example, did we start this? We'll have to look at the dates. I'm sure we started this around the same time as Wofford, I which was so. sort of the, yeah. the demise, really. Up until that point, we practically won every game. And then we start the podcast, Wofford beats us, we get kicked out the Champions League by Atletico. COVID kicks in, and then certainly post-COVID, once we've come back, uh, all right, we've won the title, but that's because of the work that was done before the break, really. We weren't great, we lost a couple of teams, and we looked a bit sloppy, and then obviously roll on to this season. And it's just been one catastrophe after another, you've put... Firmino, top scorer, Trent player of the year. Even Curtis Jones that we put up for the England squad, 33-1. to 1. He didn't start a game for five or six games after we put him up at 33-1. to 1. It's as if anything we put up on here, it just completely goes the other way. I think our bio on Instagram now is actually a shambles of a sports betting podcast. and It couldn't be more true, could it? We're I think absolutely... that's fair, yeah. I think that's fair. Definitely. And just on that, Popey, uh, you might have noticed we've changed our name to Gambling with the Pope rather than my conversations with the Pope. I've been, yeah, getting a few few messages, yeah. They've been quite popular. Over really? Last week, asking why, and obviously I'd explained, and you may want to explain to the uh, to the listeners now in a, in a bit more detail why you've done that. It was not to do with having to distance ourselves from Blue Mick, like you'd probably be... <laughs> A, a legend. <laughs> um, I think it was just a bit of a mouthful, wasn't it? And there wasn't really any indication of what we do over here in terms of gambling and sports. But have we botched the title a bit with, with gambling with the Pope? I mean, speaking to Adam Forshaw, he, he's not sure footballers will come on with us as, as guests with uh, gambling being banned in professional football. footballers think about it, sportsmen in general. Would Sonny have come on if it was gambling with the Pope? Because, uh, again... Any professional sports are on lads are best, are they really? So to say we botched it would be would probably be the understatement of the century, yeah. So I think we need to do a very quick name change again, which pretty much just, just sums up the uh, <laughs> the irony of our show, really, doesn't it? I mean Sonny doesn't give a shit. Sonny would probably go on a podcast called Gambling with Fred West, wouldn't he? Let's be honest. I don't... You reckon yeah, he's not governed by anyone. Sonny <laughs> just... is an army of one. By his he? own rules, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, even in terms Maverick. of the name, I think the name's alright. Gambling with the Pope's alright, but you don't like putting bets up because of the jinx. I'm on a bet sabbatical <laughs> after I've turned into fucking Howard Ratner from Uncut Gems in the, in the last couple of months. <laughs> I mean, are we just in the wrong field? Should we even do a gambling show? Should we be doing a fucking gardening show, maybe? Or, I don't know. Well, should, we do, should we just do a podcast all together, or should we just jib it off? We've done the year now. Like you said in the past, it's a bit of a bit of a bad joke that got out of hand, and uh, it might be time to cut our losses. I really think that our sort of our gambling form, with, with, to quote Tony Soprano, when Christopher dies, would do a 180. If we were to uh, to chip the podcast off altogether, so it, 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 we're at a crossroads now. We've got to think to ourselves: What do we want to do? Do we really want to do this and just carry on suffering the losses, or just jib it and, and start winning some money again? The choice is yours, my friend. I think the name change could be the spark we need, Popey. 
like Jota coming back. When's he back, by the way? <laughs> fucking, he was meant to be end of January, beginning of Feb. Fucking middle of Feb, end of Feb. Is he back in training? What's, what's, what's the script he there? Apparently done I know we're going to come on to the football. We'll but... come on to the footy, won't we, with Sean? But he done a full session today, by all accounts. If he come through it clean, he's going to be re... Um... Refigured into the into the squad in the upcoming games. Could, I don't know if it'll be as soon as Sunday, like. But I think once they come back with Liverpool, they seem to be in quick, don't they? I know Thiago was was right back in for that Newcastle game after training full pelt just a week before. So yeah, let's keep the faith, Popey. Keep the faith with the podcast. Keep the faith with our bets. Big thanks to Lisa Robson at Lost Plots on Instagram as well. Tremendous illustrator. Probably the best part of the podcast, the artwork from Lisa and some of the sound bites from, from Danny McNeil, Killer Crabman. And Uncle Douglas, of course. Of course, of course, yeah. When, yeah. when is he making what feels like at least his, his long-awaited return? I uh, think he's done a little bit for the Super Bowl, like, but I feel as though Uncle Douglas, like I've said to you in the past, should be a regular fixture on the show in some capacity at least. I'll tell you what, I'll do some digging when I get off here. I'll try and get his thoughts on Tiger Woods, I presume he... You might know him out there in California. Probably played a few rounds with him. We'll uh, we'll set that up, eh? Yes, Steve. I uh, I have to confess that uh, I was actually on the scene on Tuesday night when uh, Tiger uh, had his little mishap. Uh, oh yeah, I was. Uh, we were kind of fooling around as Tiger likes to play play rough, and uh, should we say there was a little bit of horseplay and. Uh, Unfortunately, Tiger lost control, and uh, away he went. And <laughs> I had to, uh, I had to escape to save embarrassment for my my beautiful wife, Catherine Zira. So uh, I and my beautiful children, oh yeah, who I curse so much about, oh yeah, they're my they're my world. So I uh, I had to plug my cocaine up my anus, and I escaped semi-naked through the woods, the thickets, and, uh, yeah, I managed to escape, so, uh, please keep this to yourself, I, uh, I left Tiger, uh, you know, in, uh, in the driver's seat, uh, unfortunately, uh, in his stockings and suspenders, uh, with those little legs all crushed, I, I felt so guilty, but, uh, you know, uh, Sometimes you've just got to look after number one here. And, uh, yeah, as long as uh, this does not come out to the media too soon. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, we need to gather our thoughts and have respect for for everybody's family here, including Tigers. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Steve. Take care. So, anyway, going back to the name, Steve, I, I think, as I say, it's it's got to be changed. Ultimately. Really? Oh God! I think so. Oh. I, I think we put it out there to the listeners. A little bit of listener interaction, which okay. I certainly enjoy. As I say, it's less work for me. Put it out there on the Instagram page. Any suggestions? Feel free. Send them through on the Instagram page, and we'll let, we'll read the best ones out next week. How does that sound? Yeah, go on. Let us know what we, what we should be called. Look how in this. This is well, our... we're, we're opening ourselves. We're opening ourselves up for a fall here. Yeah. <laughs> a pair of knobheads. Basically, yeah, people will be saying, yeah. well, I can imagine, yeah. I mean, we That'd had... That'd be a... one of the nicer ones, I would have <laughs> We had a couple shortlisted, didn't we? Like, punting with the Pope, board talk with the Pope. But if you've got any ideas, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we've totally lost our way, haven't we? We, we can't pick a winner. We can't even... Well, heads have gone, yeah, easily, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we must be missing each other, subconsciously. 
She's going to have a COVID party, Popey, as soon as he lifts this this ban on the 8th of March. What do you reckon? I've had it now, lad, remember? I feel as though we need some sort of mediator, though. Can't just be me and you. It's just Unless it's just a little bit of a standoff. We literally just turn up for a pint. No words exchanged. Just there. Just just a little sort of nod. Just Finish our pint. Our off we go. Singular pints. No, no plural there. Just literally one pint. Not say anything. Little nod and a wink, and then just get off. We could do. Parley, oh, well, we'll, we'll ask Parley when he gets on if he fancies being the Mills Lane of the piece. What do you reckon? Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. If you throw him in the mix, I'm there, yeah. How have you been anyway since we last spoke? It's been a while now, Popey. No show last week, obviously, with me being out of action with COVID. That was quite the test, lad, to be honest with you. In the one room, like little Jimmy Corkill on Cold Turkey. It's just... Do you remember that? <laughs> when they put him in the little spare room downstairs, yeah, while he was taking it. Yeah, Head of its time, Brookie, honestly. It's, uh, that, that was one of the darkest days of my life when Phil Redmond picked Hollyoaks over Brookie. Oh, Obviously, he couldn't juggle the two. No. So he sacrificed Brookside for that absolute shambles that is Hollyoaks. Mm. Wow. No, it was tough, though, lad. It was. It was a little Jimmy job, as I say. He was going cold turkey on heroin. I had to sit and think about the Super Bowl and the unraveling Liverpool bet and anti-post picks and just 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 a lot of time to think about Patrick Mahomes' turf toe and Virgil van Dijk's knee. It was very Tom Tom Hanks in Castaway, lad, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I started started sleeping down the other end of the bed halfway through it. It felt like an holiday. Honestly, it was like a day out. <laughs> Did Blue Mick play the, uh, play the role of Wilson? Probably get more sense out of Wilson, wouldn't you? <laughs> What's up with you? Oh. Relentless. Um, Steve, so like, how, how, how disciplined were you? You say you're self isolating there, but you've got to go to the toilets. So, was there any mixing with, with, with your mum and John? Or, nah, or what? you no, literally no. banged up in your room for 10 days? Not really. They, they dropped a bit of food in here and there with masks on. I took the little bathroom. I could shower overnight. They, like our John had set the shower up, set the window up for me. And like, so we done all right, to be honest with you. They've both had tests since this weekend and we're both negative. So, yeah, Have I you picked it up, Steve? I must say the irony of it all. You were wearing your sort of your, your Howard Hughes stance, like a badge of honour when we first started this podcast and you were, you were proud and, and you claimed that you hadn't left the house for three months and you're not catching it. And then all of a sudden, what was a little bit of an innocuous visit to your... Um, Physio over in New Brighton, that, that, and then you picked it up over in West Kirby. Yeah, it looks like I picked up the uh, the Al. Uh, the irony, picked up the Al. Forget the Wait, South. Af- really, yeah. Forget the South African strand. It was the Al, the Al West Kirby strand. Yeah, by the looks of things, I don't know if it was. I don't think it was in the physio, but I went into a couple of a bakery sarnie shop over there. Spent the day over there. Really, kind of just clearing my head after after a ropey ropey Super Bowl. I think it was the Wednesday after the Super Bowl, wasn't it? So I thought I'll have a nice. Nice day on the promenade, and it come with a side helping of uh, coronavirus, yeah, unfortunately. Well, I think one, one COVID party too many, really, caught up with you in the end, isn't it? Is that what you're saying, you reckon? Well, I tried warning you, we, we've discussed the, this at length, haven't we, really? No one needs to sort of hear it again, and we don't have to go back over it. But, but yeah, I've, I've seen the videos, mate. I've seen the COVID parties that you've frequented over the uh, festive period, so... Did I have one out on Boxing Whoa, 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 well, what I'm trying to say is, is obviously you were putting the videos out there, and, and as I say, that, that was one... I think since then, and since I've outed you on this very podcast, I don't necessarily think the COVID parties have stopped. 
I just think how sort of vocal or how, how public you are with them is, is, is sort of stop. So I think you've certainly been attending them in, in private. And... Uh... Honestly, that it uh, ultimately transpired to be the case. There's been no raving and misbehaving here, Popey. I've had one, bo- <laughs> one bottle of wine since Boxing Day. That was watching the Baltimore Ravens go up in flames Flames of Buffalo. Unfortunately, hardly a, cele- oh, wow. hardly wow. a celebratory <laughs> table, lad. What's this for anyone who wasn't on the Instagram live with us at half time in the derby? You made a revelation about wearing a mask in your garden. Do you want to sort of <laughs> explain further as to... Well, it was just... Yeah, the finer details behind that and why you felt the need to wear a mask in a, what was essentially the, the grounds of your home. Well, Johnny was outside. I was having to pass through the hall. I think I was entertaining the dog at the time. I was doing a little bit of light jogging. <laughs> what were you doing? A little magic show for him or something? <laughs> Fucking entertaining the dog. <laughs> Sounds like we're having a run of Britain's Got Talent here next year. <laughs> I was entertaining the dog and I was, yeah, <laughs> pulling the rabbit out of a hat. <laughs> you know, lad. Um, proper Tory behaviour, that's not wearing a mask in your, uh, yeah, in your garden, like, but there you go. Not constantly. I took it off, like, once I got outside and Johnny would, had gone away with his camera. Did you clock that, by the way? Did you clock that on Instagram? Does, uh, does Lou follow our John? Fucking hell, he was taking pictures of me, documenting me COVID. So light, so mild. These pictures made me look like I was... Terminally ill. It was. <laughs> I have been worried about that. Uh, yeah, that 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 leg of yours looks like it's absolutely riddled with rickets. <laughs> so, are you sure there isn't any more underlying? Like, or were you convinced it was just just COVID? Just COVID. I think I'm coming back. The legs coming back, Popey. COVID aside. So what was he doing? Was he documenting it? Was he like day by day taking some pictures, putting them in Instagram? But the, the, the tone was very sombre. <laughs> Like, very sombre. I didn't really I understand need to catch it. up with them, yeah, I haven't seen them. Yeah, very strange, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't into it. Didn't didn't look good. Looked like looked like a really poorly man at a refugee camp. That's what it looked like. But then people might say I look like that. That's my uh, my regular regular look, you know? I don't oh, know. no, fucking hell, Mr. Orlando Bloom. Joking, aren't you? <laughs> fucking hell, you've, you've changed your tune, haven't you? I've had Tommy Radzinski as well, remember. Let's not forget it. <laughs> Yeah, they are complete opposite ends of the spectrum, to be fair, aren't they? Sepp Blatter was another one, wasn't it? Incredible, yeah. Before we Michael get... Winner one of yours? Michael Winner. <laughs> it's actually a good one, that, to be honest with you. Bit of substance to it, at least. He nearly won again, Warrington. He's all over the place in the ninth round, and there's so much time, and down he goes, and he won't get up from that. That's it. Josh Warrington has been knocked out. Before we get piled on, talk about the derby. Uh, been a bit of substance in the boxing world, Popey. Have you been taking any of the fight shows in? We couldn't be more wrong, could we? Again, more Keegan work from us. We were saying about how uncompetitive these cards have been. The Eddie Ains named. They've been absolutely tremendous the, the last couple of weeks. Did, uh, did you catch Josh Kelly? Did you catch Josh Warrington over the last fortnight or so, Popey? Caught none of it. Like I said to you just before we come on, I've got no thoughts or, or opinions on the boxing this week, so I'll uh, I'll very much let you take the lead. Well, it's just that, just just us again, just backing up our theory that we are a jinx and anything we say, things go the other way. I obviously got the highlights and yeah. uh, low lights in, in in his case of of Josh Warrington and 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 obviously the fact we discussed that me was fighting the 
in that division, the fourth highest ranked Mexican, 25th mm, ranked yeah. in the division. Oh, he come to lose and like the Mexican, battered. yeah. Oh, battered. Yeah, battered, battered. So, 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 what, so what's that about? Does that just highlight the lack of depth within the domestic game, given the fact that the, 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 the calibre of fighters that UK and, and Irish fighters that, that Warrington's beat recently? Very high-profile fighters, even on on the world stage, mm. and he's beaten all of them. And then, what is it? Just a bad day at the office, or is he overrated, or does it just say more so for the domestic game and the the, the, the state of it at the minute? I think he's burnt out quick, Josh Warrington Popey. I think he's an absolute full pelt trainer, full pelt sparer. But Steve hasn't fall for what over a year. Yeah, but How I, could I, he be burnt out? I just think he should he's, be fresh. I think he's been like your mate, Daddy. I think he's been blocking punches with his head for for a long time now. It's caught up with him. I think he put it all into that Frampton fight. He put it all into the Selby win. He's very much come forward like Hatton, isn't he? And he, he's all action. And it just looks like he might have been a bit rusty. Maybe you need to train more regularly. Maybe you need to fight more regular when you're fighting that style to do it effectively. But he You're looked... writing him off stage, you reckon he's gone at the game like or what? He said himself, Annie, if he loses the rematch, then he'll retire. Oh, he looks... What's the point? That doesn't sound good, does it, Popey? That sounds like someone who's hit a bit of a wall, maybe. And maybe maybe it stopped his momentum, this, the COVID, as it stopped many people's momentum in sports. But... He might be one of them fighters, stay. sorry to interrupt. Go on. He might be, because he's got obviously a big following. He might be one of those, like a Ricky Atten, who feeds off the crowd and feeds off his big yeah, following. Yeah, definitely, Popey, definitely. And you might see another fighter, once, obviously, once the crowds are back. Obviously, you might go back to the, the Warrington of old. But I think in a, in, a, in a sort of combat sport such as that, where the adrenaline's pumping, I'm guessing when you're fighting at sort of an empty stadium, it's, mm. a, it's a lot more difficult to get the adrenaline pumping, yeah, you see. Yeah, I'd imagine so. I'd imagine I think it's more so. obvious in a sport like that, and less so than football to a degree, but I certainly think like a sort of a one-to-one combat sport like a, a, a UFC or a, or a box and then I think it's more evidence and he is definitely definitely someone who, who thrives off the fans isn't he Warrington and another fella who's still bringing in the crowds and <laughs> certainly for us on the Instagram last week Adrian Broner got a Got a win. I don't know if you've seen that, Popey. Quite controversial by all accounts. Yeah, Tell you what, I did see that video on Old Classic. <laughs> that, that's one of our old favourites, isn't it? Like that. What? He must not know. I don't need no change. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get my head around social media, Popey. I really can't. I put up a clip of Peter Reid saying we've got, you know, an exclusive derby with him. I know it was a it was a rehash from, from last year. I think he got 19 likes the day before the derby, Peter Reid, which is, you yeah. know, no great measure, is it? I put up an old Adrian Broner video. Uh, gets about three and a half thousand views. More actually, about five five thousand impressions or something. About three and a half thousand <laughs> views. I think it was three hundred and fifty likes. Honestly, wow. it's the most viewed video I've posted on social media since I put up a tweet about Robin Reed being full of Charlie during a, a Box Nation broadcast, and it went. <laughs> <laughs> went viral years ago. Like, did I ever tell you about that? I remember no. it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh. He's, literally, he's literally had all the all coke or all the beef in Liverpool. So. I don't think he's worked since. I think I basically <laughs> put, basically killed the Grim Reaper's punditry career on BT. Get him on. Nation. Get him on. We should have a charity boxing match. Me and you against him at the same time. <laughs> he'd fuck, Triple threat. He'd fucking batter us. Are you kidding me? Even if he yeah, was full yeah. of Charlie, yeah. I think he'd absolutely bladder us. Like. I don't know, you know. I've got yeah. a decent uppercut, you know, when I get in close, like... Fuck! Oh, Sound like Roy Bush here, don't I? <laughs> Fucking Josh Warrington looked like Roy Bush, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, stay. Just obviously, I'm, I'm I'm relatively new to the social media game, as everyone knows. 
So it's got five, five and a half thousand impressions. So I'm guessing that's that's views. That's people looking at it coming across. Is that just, it, yeah. is that just people who follow us, or can anyone view no, it? No, no, no. That was ninety eight percent of the views were from people who, who don't follow our our accounts. So, I so how would they get access to that? Like, how would they get access to your post? So it's like algorithms, I think I'm told. So I've hashtag Adrian Broner. It, it's just timing. It's a couple of hours before he fights, so people are searching Broner, and it just goes. The more people look at it, the more it pops up in, like, here's videos that you might like sort of thing suggested. It's just, it's all... Five and a half thousand views and not a, not a new following site. <laughs> Fucking absolute shambles. No, we didn't pick up one. Like, And then the Oscar Valdez knockout, lad, I put that up as well. Well, about a couple of hours. Same again. About three, that was good. That three, was good. Three thousand looks, about three hundred likes, uh, zero followers on the back of it. Just craziness, isn't it? Brilliant. One thing I wanted to, to, to mention, uh, discuss with you. you. Mentioned Peter Reed. Then how oh, didn't be discussed, by the way, on the Instagram live? I've, I've been pining to discuss this further with you, really. And I think we might need to get Peter Reed back on. I think we could do a whole episode based on the presentation when he won PFA oh. Player of the Year. Oh. And I think this will be an extremely popular decision. The winner of the PFA Players Player of the Year for 1985 is Peter Reid of Everton. That, for me, is a bigger achievement, actually being awarded that by Elton John than the actual award itself. They're actually winning it. I believe it. When you were doing your research and you stumbled across that fucking pot of gold, I bet you couldn't believe your luck. It was like a bit of a matrix, really, Popey, for our show. <laughs> Peter Reid and Elton John on the one stage. It's like <laughs> just meant to be, isn't it? In a dream world, Popey, one day we will have Peter Reid and Elton John. Reggie will be on our podcast. How about that? How about that for a claim? Yeah, you're going to have to pull in some favours, I think. You've got contacts, haven't you, LAJ? I think Ozzy Osbourne could be the shout. He could be the uh, the seamless link through to Reggie. I'm guessing they're... Uh, they're acquaintances we're still, of some sort. We're still working on Ozzy. We're still working on Ozzy. Um, I, <laughs> I caught him the other day on Loose Women. I think he was on. I think they're about eight, eight hours behind, aren't they, in LA? And fucking hell, mate. He didn't look like he wanted to be there. Him and Sharon in bed, it was, getting interviewed by the Loose Women panel. Don't get me started on Loose Women, mate, honestly. It's as if every week I've, I've got to get on my soapbox on this, uh, on this show, haven't I, really? With me sort of controversial takes. What's but, your beef uh, with the, uh, the Loose Women? Yeah, just just I'm not into this matriarchal feminism. Basically, what it is bullshit. Oh, you wouldn't have hell. you wouldn't you 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 wouldn't have you know you wouldn't have a comparable show with it being basically just men on the panel. That would be deemed as being basically offensive and, and being sexist, basically. Yeah, and but... they're all talentless as well, from what I can see. <laughs> see, I don't have a problem with you pulling that up that they're all talentless, but men haven't been persecuted for fucking hundreds of years after really so I think we just it, it, oh there he is yeah of course yeah brilliant there he is with his fucking... if four women want to do a panel show fucking hell so be it are you really there he is the, act, the, the activist in them is coming out yeah brilliant you... I think I, I think loose women along with fucking Ellen DeGeneres is probably the most talentless person on this planet but she's in there isn't she with the Illuminati you know what I mean the hierarchy in uh, in America so then she, she gets a show prime time Television, one of the highest-paid celebrities over there, and then the British version, Steph, he used to do the fucking finance on the BBC. Oh, that is terrible. Now that is a She's terrible got a show. Channel. So you give, you can at least give me that. I'd like to see that show get the treatment of Tiger's fucking Buick, like off off the road, really. To be honest, I'd like is. to think we've got better content than fucking whatever Steph show is on Channel Four. For fuck's sake, give me something. <laughs> it's debatable, isn't it? The, the numbers don't lie, Popey. What can I say? 
I think we, I, I at least would like to think we provide more entertainment in that same slot, daytime slot, Channel 4. <laughs> do you think me and you could do it live on Channel 4, five days a week? I, I certainly could, yeah. I, I don't know how you'd, you'd hold up like, but yeah, I've got every every faith in myself, yeah, my own ability. Is that where you'd like to take this eventually, Poppy? Would you like to go into maybe another field of, of broadcasting, a punditry of journalism? Is that where you see it going? Or what is the end game with this fucking nonsense that we're doing here? Do you know what? I think Sean, last time he was on, said it perfectly. I think basically Benidorm or bust for us. Stag do's, hen do's, bar mitzvahs. Yeah, just just a live show on tour, basically. Yeah, I, I think that's probably our ceiling. Um, we've all got aspirations of ESPN and what have you, but let's be honest, it's just pipe dreams, isn't it? At this stage, fucking hell, three hundred followers a year. Then, do I need to get the dog a passport, a COVID passport, if we're going to take it over and throw some magic tricks in there? Or <laughs> I've got a magic trick for it. I'll fucking make it disappear. All right, <laughs> throw it in Lake Michigan. <laughs> I've had enough pets going missing lad over the years. I don't need this one to go, yeah, come on. Life in the old dog, yeah. Literally. She's not shit. She's not fart and dust, yeah. To quote We're here all week. Yeah, yeah. To quote that, mate, yeah. Looks like we've got Parley coming in here. Are you ready, Pope, to get your Derby or Topsy on the go? As ready as I'll ever be, yeah. So basically I'm I'm ganged up here, aren't I? Two Evertonians onto onto one red ultimately with uh, with you and Parley. So uh, take it easy on me. Okay, let's get him on. Look at Pauly's username, Popey, when you get a chance. <laughs> oh, he's going to love this. Do you know what, lads? Fucking hell. I'm not usually like this because I hate that fucking badge, man. Because Liverpool, when they usually go, like, they treat every own game. You, well, you treat every own game like it's a fucking cup final, hot dogs and all that, don't you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Fucking... Do you reckon? Kids get the face paint and everything, don't they, for home games? I thought it was your cup finalist on Saturday. Saturday, sure. You all right, lads? Yeah, man, you? Yeah, lads, fucking hell. Some game that Saturday, lads, wasn't it? (laughs) Nil two. (laughs) You're not bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, though, Sean, if you were to win a derby, I'm glad you've done it inside an empty stadium, like... Of course, it's because fucking we never, you know, we never win there. Do you? Well, we never win around fields. You will are, and it had to be like you know what I mean. I, I probably won't even fucking get to see James Rodriguez and then shit. Is it even really happening? Do you know what I mean? It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is trippy. Like, does it feel a little bit hollow with that, Sean? With the how mad the season's been? What do you mean, Steve? I don't. I listen to him. I don't get defensive yet. <laughs> I just mean like that with, with the fans not being there. But when last time we spoke, you actually said it, Parley. You said you hate opposition teams being under strength. You can't stand it. You'd rather everyone be super fit. Is there an element of that? Or has it been that long? It's just, fuck it, we've won. We've done a job. Uh, it's a big win, we that's beat, that. We beat the champions, lot, and, and in my opinion, but all, I'm still saying after, after that result there on Saturday... You know I mean? I, Liverpool for me still it's still City and Liverpool 
I don't think it's excuses now to be saying like you know you should. I still I still think you should have got a result against us. Yeah, and that's not that's not to take any credit away from the Blues, like because we're getting better. But I still think I, I'm being honest. I still go into the game and I thought you know you know looking at that team and, and the the forward three, I thought they were going to. Uh, I'll never scored. Sean, sure, do you know what? I've got I've got to be careful here because I've I, I've got to sort of live up to this sort of pantomime villain role of the the peace like and obviously the stones red and whatever yeah. else. But do you know what? I agree with you there. I, I'm not buying into excuses. Like I was sick of hearing after the game. Ah, oh, shoulda, woulda, coulda. We shoulda won. No, we had more chances. And I just said genuinely now to you as an Evertonian, he deserved to win. I think I've said to stay. I think it was the episode after you were on, or a couple of episodes after it. I think teams have sussed us, especially coming to Anfield. Just, mm. you know what I mean? I, I think we've been sort of, Steve doesn't buy into that. Steve thinks once we've got a couple full complement of players back, we'll be signed, which will probably be the case. But I think Liverpool need a plan B. We just haven't got one at the minute. But like you said there, there's no excuses. We've got our starting front three. We've got a midfield of Thiago, Genie, and Curtis, who's an up and comer. We've got our starting yeah. full backs and our goalie. There's no excuses, I, do you know what I mean? I, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. I think it's just a change of, I mean, a change of like formation or whatever, or something, something that the, the manager and the team need to come up with. Do you know what I mean? It's like you, you know, you've had a fucking great run with what you've done there, and you've just you've annihilated Europe. You mm. haven't just done it in England. You've twatted Barcelona. Listen, City are fucking smashing it now, aren't they? With the big fucking long, you know, W's that keep saying on fucking Gio or whatever. How many they've won in a row? It's like, yeah, but. We've seen them win the league. Liverpool won the fucking Champions League and they won the league. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was consecutive. And they just need a different plan, I think. I don't want because, you know, you can have fucking Van Dijk there all you want. Jamie Carragher said actually once, he said, um, I think it was before Liverpool sorted the defence out and before they got Van Dijk. And like, he was so, he was he was basically saying, even though he, he can bring in a big a top centre half, but it's about it's about your setup and that. When Van Dijk came in, I think Liverpool changed the way they played and everything. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. We, we, Van Dijk coming in, I do think that like Liverpool, whether whoever whoever they've got playing, I just think, I do think that they just need they just need to you know change it up a bit. But it's a, it's an hard season, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like fucking, yeah. it's hard to just change it up now, isn't it? Steve, what do you think? I know you obviously were a couple of weeks removed from when you were saying that, and you were quite defensive. Of what I was saying about teams and susters out, and I was questioning the fact that Klopp didn't have a plan B. Now we're obviously a couple of weeks on from that, probably four four games on from it. Nothing's changed apart from obviously Leipzig. You're still sort of as defensive as you were. Like, is that still your stance or not? I still don't think you can you can judge it as as other teams working out Klopp's, you know, method and 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 his lineup when you can't do what Klopp's done. Successfully with the two centre backs, the two fast centre backs, we basically play two at the back with Van Dijk and Gomez. So why Gomez plays a ahead of massive usually because of the pace. We play two at the back, so usually you've got Trent fucking bombing on, you've got Robbo. But I don't think you can say they've worked out how to how to play Liverpool teams until you get at least a couple of centre backs back. It might sound like excuses that that's honestly what I think. But what I will walk back a little bit is it. Uh, that plan A, whatever you want to call it, the rock and roll football, it's not going to work while you've got Bobby fucking Firmino putting balls into the arc holes with every shot he hits. <laughs> Sean, what hey, do you reckon I'm... on him? Hey, Sean, what do you reckon on him? Firmino. Oh, for me, 
Oh, fuck him. Now I'm made up. Because he was always the one, like, I, when he used to score and that, because he, he does, you know, he's got, like, the big teeth and that, and, like, he, and, like, he's one of them players, like, it, I, when he's in your team and he's doing well, you want that big annoying prick up front, okay, you know what I mean? And, like, me and I'd be like, what was that fucking, remember that celebration where he says do volleys in the air, lads? Like, like, Round dogs and Andy Robbo yeah. and all that, yeah. Yeah, I remember like I remember as well when you were winning the league. One of my mates, he said he was in like fucking shy flair or something. He was like throwing his kids up in the air. I'm not even catching them. And that. It's like he was on the time of his life. Do you know what I mean? No, lads, I don't know. Fucking hell. I reckon keep mad, keep him aside for that alone. I reckon he doesn't get a chance to celebrate at the moment, does he? Ridiculous, lad. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into me. I'm not into him. You know, Sean. I am. No, I'm not. He's just too wasteful. I think if you put. We're never getting Harry Kane. Let's be honest. Why would he come to Liverpool? Haaland. Oh. I'd like to think we've got a. Ch- I'd like to think we've got. I, I don't know. I just. I couldn't see him going because we're like a rival of sorts, aren't we? I can maybe see us getting a Haaland, and that's oh, a much, oh. much, much, much bigger upgrade than Bobby Firmino and he'd work just as hard as him. I think it's getting. It's getting to a point with Bobby in it. I think it's getting to a point where. Someone else could come in and do all the link up work that Bobby does and give you twenty five goals a season. Like you can keep going on about him being so important to how Salah and, and and Mane are playing. Mane's not even doing it at the moment, is he? Really next to Bobby. So if Mane's dipping off, you need someone else who, who's scoring a bucket. But we we spoke a lot about Liverpool here, though, Parley. I I wanted to ask you out. Party with Kevin Campbell was was there uh, loads of chicken schnitzel. <laughs> lads, he's only just he's only just fucking got off. Never fucking left me no fucking red salt chips, lads. Little fucking prick. He's got off. Got off on the black out here in Chinatown, lads. Haven't seen him since. The back of Chinatown, was he? The back of lads, yeah. <laughs> just jumped in, the shot off, lads. Went to catch oh, the Carlos. <laughs> did, 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 did you pass the ad, Sean, on Saturday night? It sounded like you were trying to get Popey down there, weren't you? At one point on the Instagram live. Oh, lads, I don't fucking have anyone here. I'm fucking sorry, like, lad. Because it was just one of them, wasn't it? Like, too many Everton fans have got two, two down the dumps, you know, when we've had losses and that. Like, yeah. when we lost to yeah. City, I'm not saying that I was happy about it, but I felt like we never fucking just got absolutely annihilated and no. anything like that. No. I don't think there's been any of that this season, you know, where you used to see it. And it's like, oh, Everton, get beat. We haven't been like, fucking beat. I don't think we've been beat like 4 0 and anything like that. Sean, stupid, you, you, you were better. You were better. So, against, you, you were more competitive against City than you were against Fulham. I thought. That Fulham game last like, fucking hell. I know. But, you know what? That's, that's the way it is, isn't it? You know what I mean? And, and that season, though, innit? You'll get them results in this season yeah. more so than mostly. Well, look at what he's done. Look, you know, you know what I mean? From buying fucking Yannick Balassi. And look at, you look at the players he's brought in. There's not one of them. Ben Godfrey, Takori, Alan and Rodriguez. They've all been part of our season. They've all been detrimental to where we are, do you know what I mean? And uh, it's it's the fucking bit. It's fucking Don Carlo, isn't it? It's been a great few days for us, you know what I mean? Fucking yeah. getting the grounds down the road. That I'll believe fucking... that one when I see it, Sean. Well, do you know what? I'm glad fucking fucking Chippy Tits has got off as well because we don't have to be, we don't have to put up with him anymore. Do you know what I mean? And then <laughs> it's like and it's like now after doing that, like apparently Carlo's getting financial backing in the summer, so it's like yeah. 
this is where next season it won't be like we can't just keep going on to transition where we are now. Next season, I want us to see, I want to see us competing for top four properly. You know what I mean? What about this season? It's an open it's season. It's there. It's, it's, it's there for the taking, lad. But I just, I, do you know? Just sort of know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, it, we'd probably still be overachieving if we got top four. You know what I mean? Listen, you're in the league to win the league. You're not in the league to fucking finish, finish sixth or fourth or not like that. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, realistically, you know, right away you would have said you've, you've got Liverpool and City there, and then you know, I, I'd probably, I wouldn't even, have, I wouldn't even thought of Leicester this season. I thought, thought soft ass Lampard was about Chelsea there, and then you know, you know, with Arsenal winning the cup, and then you've got Spurs and that, and you've got fucking Andy. They're not saying they're gonna, they're gonna win the league and they bring Bale in for us to be getting, in, you know, getting the shout out there for top four over. Over Liverpool, and that it's mad. So I'll be. You know what? You make a good point there, Sean. It's 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 start of the season. It looked ultra competitive, didn't it? And it's still competitive, but start of the season it looked competitive because it looked like there'd be a lot of good teams. Mm. But yeah. I just I feel as though, with the exception of Man City, yourselves to an extent, and certainly Leicester, I, I think everyone's underperformed really. To be honest with you. The likes of West Ham and, and Villa and that are up there. It's mad, isn't it? Some teams have, have overperformed, you know what I'm No, no, but the teams you'd expect, Sean just mentioned yeah. there, you're expecting the typical teams, your, your typical top four, top six, who you're expecting to be up there, have generally underperformed, obviously with the, with the exception of Man City. Like I said, Everton to an extent and Leicester. But the likes of Chelsea, yeah. I know they're having a bit of a revival now, but Arsenal, crap, Tottenham being fucking awful. No, they had a decent oh, start. They're really bad then, Spurs. Apart from their, apart from their attacking players, they're fucking jarred then, mate. Struggle like, at the back. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're all they're all shit players. You just wouldn't have. Do you know what I mean? The way you usually go, like that fucking Eric Dyer. Wait, fucking hell, mate. I know. <laughs> I don't, conversation lad, I don't like the lad he brought in from Southampton, Sean. Holberg, fucking crap, crap. Oh, yeah, he's dog, like, fucking yeah, he's dog. Like, He's like a bit of face cousin wants to use, isn't he? He's got to get some for I like it. Oh, I like it. He's going to get some for April or something, seeing him as well, isn't he? Fucking that. But he looks like a tunny. Hansi Holberg, do you reckon? Rolls away from Phillips and confronts Kabak and looks for Calvert Lewin. He can take it first time, and Allison's made a good save, and then Calvert Lewin goes down. Penalty for Everton. Going back to the game there, and obviously you're complimenting Carlo about the major project he's doing, you know, the overall project, but I think there was a turning point in the game, and he really shown his class, Carlo. I think in the past, Everton team would have won the lead, maybe under Moyes, I don't even know if it happened under Moyes, but, you know, even going back to the 90s, he might have just fucking bunkered down, and just, for you there, Sean. and just said, we're going to defend this yeah. one. No, you know what I mean? But but he brought... Yeah, he, no. He seen that we were a little bit vulnerable at the back, obviously, with Henderson going off. He brought Calvert-Lewin on on the hour. And I thought that was a real a real turning point of the game because we looked spicy, I thought, after half-time. No, I, I was fucking... I was, I'm not going to lie. I was screaming at the telly saying fucking change it because I knew you just were there yeah. for the taking. Yeah. You know what I mean as well? Uh, it, I, what I was happy about was is that, like... A lot of people have criticised us for depth this season, and we haven't. All right, we've had our players, but like on a sort of on-off basis, we have we haven't had a fully fit squad. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And we, we do need a squad to, to finish high up in the league and to fucking bring, to be able to bring like Sigurdsson on. Who I don't, I've, I've, I've kind of washed my hands loads of times with Sigurdsson forever, but for Sigurdsson to come on off the bench. Mm. And then to and then to bring you know your top goal scorer on in Calvert Lewin and still have players like Harlan 
and stuff like that. And even a Wobie on the bench. And yeah. It's like, it's. I, I knew that we had the legs there. And when we brought them on, I was thinking, I was confident, you know, and I knew we were going to do that. Cause why, did, you know, why, why didn't he start Calvert-Lewin, by the way? Was that tactical, was it? Well, well, I think that he fucking, I think, I think, Sort of going into the game, everyone thought that it was going to happen. I think a lot of fans were disappointed that you know Alan and Calvert Lewin didn't start, but I think Carlo done it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Looking back at it, looking back at the formation, it's like must have been fucking half a little bit like the way you know the way the, the midfields was like packed out like that. And he was mm. like, you know, you know, I was worried that Richie Allison was going to get lost up front, but yeah. he kind of didn't because like the, the way you know um, Hammers in the last game he was exposed. Us down that, down that size and Coleman was, you know what I mean? He's a runner's ragged, but yeah. it wasn't like that, you know what I mean? Hamish was able to sort of go into that number 10 role, and I just thought it worked really well. And then yeah. I knew we had the pace there, and like when Tom Davis put it to Richie Allison, I'm going to Richie Allison, but you know, I knew that Calvert Lewin, he, he'll get you a fucking penalty, and like he's. People say Darwin like that, but he, he's. I've got to say penalty, penalty for want of a better word, though, like, you know what I mean? That was. Very debatable, to say the least, Sean. I thought you might have a little gab about the penalty, boys. Well, fucking since Alexander Arnold shouldn't have been fucking, still thinking he was in fucking Gulliver's World, should he? Slizzy, like he had a fucking carpet on his ass, lad, do you know what I mean? Like, what, what's his, like, he got done that. Why didn't, why didn't he fucking drag him outside the box? If that's been me, I'd just clicked him outside the box. He fucking slid in, in the pe- like, by the penalty area, lad. So like, and I, I didn't realise, but how close Calvin Loon was to the rebound as well. Yeah, I, I, you know, you look from the other angle, he's a buried that lad. So, how can you come back to that? HT, hey, as a <laughs> Liverpool fan, how can I come back to that? You should censure the thought he was in Gulliver's World with the fucking carpets under his head. But you know, do, do, do you know what was frustrating? No, stay there. What you thought, in like all seriousness, with the pen that shouldn't have been a pen, but anyway, the fact that it was obviously deferred to VAR and the referee went and checked the pitch side monitor. I don't even know where he looked at the screen. No. It was literally just a glance, glanced, no. and then that was it. Like he didn't even stand in front of the screen. He glanced at it, and then that was it. That was enough. Couldn't believe what I was seeing. He was like Dunny Wanny, you know, Dunny on that fucking Twitter, the scouser with the char suit curry. He, he didn't need to look at the menu, did he? He took one glimpse at the menu and knew exactly what he was ordering on his for his Saturday night fucking scram. Fucking swimming in it. Char suit curry. Exactly the same as Dunny. Because if you don't say Dunny, you'll get slapped. But if you say Dunny, he chop it up. And it's your shoe, and it's fucking like that, buddy. And then... Did you know when Sigurdsson was on it, he wasn't going to miss? Or did you think he was going to miss? He was... That was a cracking pen, I thought, John. Wow, that was a, that was a slot, that, like... It was just, it was far, it was as far in the corner, as I put it. And Alisson's done well, to be fair. Alisson fucking... You know, really, he's done as best as he could. I think when looking back it, at it, looking back at it, I thought I thought Allison played done really well. To be honest, here's an unlikely lookalike thing. I might have mentioned it to you before on this uh, podcast, but I've been given uh, I've been given Sigurdsson before. You know, yeah, he's got he gets Sigurdsson and he gets he gets Father and Sintola as well, the priest from the Sopranos. <laughs> think, think that's more like it. Oh fuck it out! He's a proper sly little swat as well, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, I know Popey all well signs on him, lad. Like, well, I think that's why I get it, yeah. Listen, Pauly, don't trust your bird if you, if she's got fucking ZT in the, uh, in the oven, like. Off, lad. If, if she's got if she's got a lasagna or bacon, keep Pope away, like. <laughs> no shit off to you, lads. No fucking chicken nuggets for you. He'll be, gi- he'll be giving her holy communion before you know it. 
You're talking about goalies there, Pally. I thought Pickford was absolutely sensational. We ran a poll asking if you thought if our Blue Brothers thought he'd start on the Instagram. He really, really repaid Carlo's faith there, didn't he, of course? Well, lads, I've said it about him. I always say it about him. Fucking hell, it's like after time, you know, he wants to do. He wants to save the big world. He's and that, and like sometimes, like if he, you know, I think he's got the absolute. He's like he reminds me of Ross Barkley. He's got. He's talented. It's in his blood. Mm. You can see he's a great goal goalkeeper. He's a great footballer. You know, you'd have to be fucking soft to say that. Right? He's not. But at the same time, his decision making's nuts. Yeah. See, maybe Ross Barkley was in the final third sometimes. He, he, he burns off so much nervous energy, don't he, Pickford? I know you used to yeah. have Tim Howard in gold, Timmy Tourette's used to be called, but I don't know whether, what it is with Pickford, whether he's got Tourette's like or whether he just burns off a load of nervous energy. Like we said, he's like David Price, the boxer, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. He's just so yeah. much nervous energy, and I don't know whether it, I don't know, obviously, that, that sort of leaks into right. his game and affects his, obviously, his decision making, but. I think Pickford's a big quality when he's about 30. I think he's, I think he's quality now, but I mean, I don't, all right, he played well on the weekend there, but. Right, you know, we talk about fucking cup finals and like that. All right, say like we beat fucking Man City or something like that. Which, which is well. Which is going to be hard. When we got the, like, whoever we got in the semi-finals, if we go through, like, they, they, there's the pick for moments in it, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah. whoever, you know, it's Bruno, it's Bruno Fernandes going to fucking hit one fucking 30 yards out, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what it is with Pickford, so I can't do think that like he's sort of being trained at the moment. So, you know, he's, he, you know, he's got a good mentor in Carlo, so we'll see how it goes. But he can't; he's still making mistakes. Mm. It was only against, was it against City he made a mistake. So yeah. don't fucking yeah. That was just one derby, which he can't get carried away. He needs consistency. Yeah, Steve, we haven't touched Absolutely. on the fact that when, when you put uh, Everton up, didn't he sixteen to one for the FA Cup? I think the following day, the Dream Man City, didn't he? It's just a podcast that, 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 fucking joke. The case of the pod, yeah. Pally, we were talking just... about the, the case of the podcast. I, I did tip fucking Carlo Ancelotti, manager of the year, though, 66 to 1. Think that's got a shot, Pally, or what? Well, back at 66 million to 1, to be honest with you. Who else has been good this season? Brendan. Moyes has been good, hasn't he? Rogers. Yeah. Rogers, Dean Smith. I've seen David Moyes. Moyes, yeah. Moyes, Brendan, yeah. But I mean, Carlo Ancelotti is just fucking restore faith into a, a, a fucking, you know, a proper club. Like, yeah, like, manager, like, great manager. Oh, he's great unbelievable. Manager. I, I, I think it carries on like this. Even if, you know, if we win City, stuff like that, little little wins, like, like leaps of faith like that for the Blues, I think that it's just going to spare us on and spare us on. And then you look at the players that we get, the players he brought in, and if he's, if he's able to offload a few more and he's able to bring in a few more of them, then I reckon we'll go far. Yeah. I'm not saying we're going to fuck them in the league or anything like that, but it won't just be like next season playing in derbies, just like thinking, all oh, right, everyone's going to tighten up here and that. We, we, I think we'll go, you know, we'll, we'll compete. Ancelotti's going to be able to attract the same calibre of player any of the previous managers at Everton wouldn't. Like James Rodriguez, he wouldn't be at Everton if it wasn't for Ancelotti ultimately. So no. if you have a good end no. to this season and then obviously. Potentially win the FA Cup, but even if you don't win the FA Cup, you'd like to think, well, as an Everton fan at least, that he'd be able to attract a high calibre of player just purely on the name, the fact of who he is and what he's achieved. It's got to be Europe, Opie. We've got to get Europe, whether it's fucking Europe or whatever, mate. I'm not like, we've got to get Europe. You can, we'll still attract players, we'll still get players in, but the project, you know, your project. The, the, of Everton there do you know what I mean Easter, we've still got to fucking we can't just go oh, we'll, we finished 7th or 8th and you know we're still building we've still got to yeah. get somewhere 
you know, you, yeah. you can't just you can't just keep saying that. It's there for you, isn't yeah. it? It is there for you if you can get it together and get a run together. I found it quite interesting. Seventy five percent of our viewers, whatever you want to call them, followers on Instagram who voted, they actually went for an FA Cup win over a, over a top four, Pauly. Uh, did we talk about so that, that last five, time? Does that equate to five people, does it, Steve? <laughs> yeah, and I think half of them are Liverpool fans. <laughs> <laughs> I think half of them are Reds. What's your take on that now, Pauly? Would you would you rather have silverware and a, a place in the Europa, or if you were offered it today, would you take the top the top four instead? Well, you look at it both ways. I mean, when we finished top four, we with Moyes years ago we had fucking Marcus Bent up front lad he, you know just fucking Daniel Lloyd and all that and, he, and like you know but if we got top four now that'd be a fast track for Carlo Ancelotti right away nowhere, nowhere Pope he's saying there we can get the fucking players in they'd see they'd see Carlo Ancelotti Champions League so yeah. Yeah. but at the same time we haven't won a fucking trophy since 1995 lads and everyone knows about it yeah. fucking Richie Keys was laughing about it the other day oh. think, lads, you know what I mean fucking Richie Keys lads you don't want him laughing at you, do you know what I mean? So I'd say, so I probably would take the FA Cup for the trophy in the day out for the fans and like go with like, you know, me mum and me dad and you know the family and that, like, yeah. and being, being around town and seeing what you've had, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's prestigious, the Champions League, but we're fucking day out and that, you know what I mean? You're not just celebrating the Zabi, I mean fucking celebrating the Cup. Because a lot of people say we finished fourth in the fucking, you know, that year. And it's like, yeah, but we never had, we never had, we never had the prospect of what we've got now. So it could, if, if we got fourth this season, you know, I don't know, it could be like that with the, the, the FA Cup. But, but it could kick on. Like, so it could kick on, the Champions League, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to like this, Sean, but I sound like a bitter here. But you say you got in the Champions League with, with David Moyes whenever it was. Technically, you didn't get in yeah, the Champions course. League, did you? You didn't qualify. You got no, knocked out by Villarreal, didn't you? Fucking which, 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 yeah, which, in all fairness, sums up Everton really over the last 20 years or so. Like, you're not going to like that little dig, but. No, you're like that. If, but at the same time, Villarreal. Look at, look at your focus. screen, lad. Look at your screen. <laughs> what's, what's happening with it? No, yeah, what's he holding up there, Kalina? No, no, oh, look at Steve's screen. I, I think Pauly just oh. thought that was my baldy head rather than Kalina. Oh, you fucking asshole. <laughs> hey, lad. He's horrible, him, lad. Sorry, lad. I, I haven't even read it. You know what? Stop. That was Kalina's autobiography. I've just held up there for our listeners. He, did, you, did, you, did you remember that goal? Yeah, it's disgraceful. Ah, oh, it was disgraceful, wasn't it? It was a big dunk. I mean, we just thought... I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. You know, because they had fall out the side. Villa, they had a good side. They were cracking scene, cracking scene. I, I knew at the time, because I used to follow Spanish footy more when I was a kid, and I fucking had with Kelly, and we were after three oh, years. Oh, so good. Maradona. So good, fucking, Sean. Yeah. You must have been gutted, Sean, yeah. when you got them in the fucking final qualifying round. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like one of them, isn't it? if we'd have got through against them, and we'd just been in... We, we you guarantee games and that then you in, in the um, group stages and that so yeah you know at that time it just been we'd have been recognised but it's just like we were, we played all season fucking winning one nil and that fucking went from red to grey in about two days and um, <laughs> we fucking we, we went out in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Paul, you said there about, you know, obviously if you win the FA Cup, you get a day out. Even the semi-finals, you get a day out. I think last time you were on, you were saying you got the same barber as Boris Johnson. Have you heard a little bit on the grapevine there or something that he, he's going to let uh, fans back in the ground for, for May or what? Fucking hell, mate. Do you know what, right? On the fucking subject of him, lad. Get him up. He's fucking death rates him, lad. Fucking hell, little twat. Do you know what? He's fucking ruined it, Annie. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dye this. I might I might dye this. I might dye this a different colour. I might go bald like you, lad. Sorry, Steve. Is, is now the is now the right time to explain to Sean that the uh, the death race is no more. Obviously, he hasn't been keeping up with the episodes. He well, hasn't listened to us the last few well, weeks. Well, we're, g- we're gonna get onto that. Obviously, with Tom Moore dying, God rest his soul. Popey wins. Popey wins the death race. I won don't the death race. Oh, is that what it is then? Because it's no more. Because you won it, or is it just no, no, no. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna switch it. Keep hold of your betting slips. Keep hold of your tickets. We're going to turn it into a last man standing. Could go on for 35 years. Oh, there. shit. Last man standing, yeah. Same thing, same thing, but different. Brandon. Same, same, same thing, but basically, rather than cheering someone on to die, I basically want Biden to go as long as he can now. And it's, it's whoever whoever lasts the longest. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he's just trying to he's trying to sound slightly ethical, basically. He must have took a grill and shown on social media for the death race. Yeah. We've done a 180 on it. Yeah, was you about to say cancelled us, you lads, yeah? Potentially, did you see? Piers Morgan was after us, yeah. He wanted us to come on to Good Morning TV, apparently. Oh, isn't that the fucking worst? Isn't it? It sounds like we're in, I didn't know the new new statesman with fucking Rick Mail and that. It sounds like we're in Tory regimes, doesn't it? Like we didn't even know. Good morning, Britain. No, we're in it, lad. We were eating our fucking overpriced cereal, watching that big fat fucking piece of fucking pork. Kirill's <laughs> 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 Oh, it's tickling me that. Wow, that's funny. Wow. Oh, it's tickling me that. Okay, now he's gone for this. fucking scarf off me head anyway, because, you know what? I fucking. That's from a charity shop that I even watched it. Tickling me. I've got a head like Keir Starmer here. Fucking bike bacon. I thought we lost signal then, boys, you know what I mean? Fucking laughing that ass. Before. Sure, before we move on to the death race, Neil, like you look alike, so now. Tickling me that. You mentioned Jamie Carragher before. I, I I have found Jamie Carragher's punditry unbearable over the last over the last few weeks. I, I don't know where you stand on that, Pope. You know you can be. Don't quite... like him, Steve. Don't like him. Listen, I know you've been critical of of Liverpool over the last few weeks, Pope. But he needs to put in the fucking bin, Carragher. I, the, the abuse he's given Kabak, a lad who's been in for what a couple of weeks. Someone needs to remind Jamie Carragher how fucking bad he was when he was twenty, when he was coming through. It's not like he was this fucking world beater at that age, was he himself? Was he going in heavy, was he, here on Quebec? Calling him shocking, saying he was terrible. I think Sooners can get in there with him as well. Sooners is fucking so over the top. Do you not think these pundits are kind of, like the Liverpool ones especially, going too far the other way? He's fucking buzzing off you- this party. <laughs> Yeah, 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 they're all turning against each other. He's thinking they're turning against the club legend and Jamie Carragher. But I, I've never thought much of fucking Carragher's punditry. I, I prefer Gary Neville. I've always said it. And I just think 
let's be honest, punditry nowadays with with the, with the emergence of Roy Keane in particular, it's it's more so about entertainment in it than, than insights than informed opinion. I think mm. if you want an informed opinion, read the fucking the Times or the Express. Do you know what I mean? I, I think it's more people tuning in for entertainment. And I think if he's going extreme either way, then it's it's more like it's fucking it's like clickbait in it basically. Totally right. That's it, lads. Fucking these pundits are just clickbait, aren't they? Because it is, though, because right away, next, next day, like, what Carragher had to say about the game. It's like, who gives a fuck what Carragher says about the game? You want to know what the manager or the fucking players have got to say about the game or the referee? Carragher comments at the time, you know what I mean? It's like, and as well, what the fuck's going on with his voice? He's on the halfway line. Fuck off. Like, he's, <laughs> who's told him to say that, lad? Do you know next time somebody fucking sees him on Castle Street last night, someone needs to fucking grab, grab him by that jaggy go boss leather he's got on. Always wears brown leathers, by the way, as well. Fucking <laughs> Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan, to be honest with you. Like, I, I, being, but I find it mad. You see, you, you, see, you seem a, bit, a little bit fucking concerned by it all, Steve. Obviously, do you, you want to yeah, take well, this as a fucking a therapy session? Like, or well, well I mean, get I mean, it off your chest? <laughs> we watch basketball, lad, don't we? The Golden State Warriors were fucking great for about five years in finals, winning all sorts. Now, yep. last year... What happened to them? Kevin Durant left. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, one tore Achilles, the other one snapped his wrist. They were last. When did he finish last in the, in the basketball last year? You don't get pundits coming out saying, "Oh, the managers lost his touch. Oh, they need to change the methods." There, there doesn't seem to be any fucking common sense in the punditry. You know, there's been a fucking ton of injuries. I know we've still got an half-decent team. I just think it's OTT. It's massively OTT. People saying the fucking clock's lost his touch and all this but, shit. But who else do you get, like Jason McAteer? <laughs> you think, though, Steve, how much of it is him being a company man as well? Just, obviously, the producers at Sky have probably said the likes, the likes of him and Gary Neville. Don't be too fucking biased, you know what I mean? You're meant to be neutral, so he's maybe taking it too far the other way by, by no, doing so. No, but Pope, what I reckon is, though, you know, we just said Gary Neville. I reckon Gary Neville, when he t- when he fucking go lays into United, he kind of has a point. But he it, means but it, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if Steve means it's just fucking kind of just threw his toys out the plan a bit and then... He kind of attacked them a bit on the weekend there, didn't he? He has done for weeks, Sean. He has done for weeks. And the thing is, the thing is, Pauly, listen, I I know we're not Brighton. I know we're Liverpool. I know we're the the defending champions. Mm. Brighton played fucking Palace on Monday night. And I Mm. think Carragher, I think all of them were scratching their heads. They had 25 shots. Everyone was like, fucking hell, how have they lost that game? They battered them. When we do that to a team... When we do that to Southampton or fucking Brighton, and I know obviously it's different rules, we're a mess. We've been figured out. We can't open up defences and all that. I, I just don't see the consistency with the punditry, and I just don't see common sense to just go, <clears throat> look, this is like extenuating circumstances here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Defo lads, yeah, fucking hell. I much prefer to go back to much simpler times where it was Elton Wellsby on fucking Granada reports. Just give me Elton Wells, be over fucking Jamie Carragher any day of the week. I think the BT lads are a bit more sensible, aren't they? Even, you know, say what you want about Ferdinand and Michael Owen. I, do you know what? I've got to hold my hands up, you know. Got a soft spot for Michael Owen's punditry. I, th- I, th- I think Real Ferdinand's a bit limited. What about Mickey yeah. Owen? Do you know what I think? Bit Alan Shearer. A bit limited, like. Michael Owen stinks at the A.L. house, don't he, lad? <laughs> <laughs> he just loves betting on the horses, doesn't he? And he, he fucks, yeah, yeah he, he's one of the lads, quite, quite ironically. He is. Who would have thought that's Jordan's playing days? 
Yeah, he's fucking. He's just. He's just like you can. Just, you know his life, don't you? you know betting Debenhams, fucking ale. Probably talks to his bed like shit. You're just jealous, can't you? Do you know what I mean? He's never, he's never really grew up in any sense of the word, lad. Do you know what I mean? He just was. It, I was watching like a, an old game the other day. Fucking. And no matter who you've had, I've never seen anybody fucking like the way the way he's done that to our son. That. He was oh, yeah, he got final. Oh. Um, yeah, like, the way he I was there, Sean, with me, half, I was there, honestly. It's fucking incredible. Like, he, he rinsed him. He's, he's, the, he's one of the best forwards I've ever seen. Amazing. Was, didn't he fucking win the Ballon d'Or? Yeah. He won the Ballon d'Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, was it 99? Well, what did it take? Yeah, uh, no, 2002. 2002, I'm going to say. Yes, ridiculous. 2000, yeah, 2002, I think it was. Because obviously he was Francesca, he weren't a scouter. Obviously, no. the Liverpool fans never warmed to him like they did with Robbie Fowler or. As well, one. He was nudging Robbie out. I think that. I think. That hurt a few people, like, didn't it? But it was incredible. He on, was. Like, in hindsight, when you watch the Premier League years back and all that, and he's not, like, fucking four goals around to Middlesbrough and that, you know what I mean? Fucking yeah. I know, I know exactly what Parley's saying there, though. He loves a fucking scampy fry lunch in the pub and he slaps a waitress's ass who puts it on his table. There's no two ways about <laughs> yeah. it, like... He's always, he's always ringing wet, lad. It's Actually, before we do the unlikely lookalikes, Pauly, I want to ask how you're getting on, lad. How the music's doing? Anything on that front? Yeah. I, I was watching um, Hard Talk on the BBC last night. They had Harvey Goldsmith on, is it? I think he's like a big music promoter and, and producer. Yeah. He was basically saying he's going bang if something doesn't doesn't open up soon. You can't do social distancing. Basically, he's saying putting gigs on. You just can't do it. We need rapid testing and all that. Any daylight in um, uh, in the updates on Monday? When I heard beer garden, I thought, fuck that, that's nothing to do with me, that I'm the last about a beer garden. You know, I'm what, I want to hear the sort of ends of, like, when everyone's going to be fucking smacked up on this on this vaccine and and when we can get back to going to events, when we can be go back to going to the match. But yeah. we're more importantly for fucking what I'm doing, lads, you know what I mean? Like, being able to play gigs. And it's right, Well, you know, what he's saying there could be because it's like... It was all it was all it's been all systems go a bit this week, you know, like people messaging yeah. about gigs and that. Yeah. A, we've had a couple and then I've been inquiring because you know, got to we've got show dates that we already have booked in last year for what we're gonna tour the album. So what it is at the moment not everyone, everybody's on the same page. So seeing today Reading and Leeds is going ahead. I see Liam you now tweeting about it. Liam Gallagher yeah, headline. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. They, they put it up saying that it's all going ahead, and then you message other little places, and, that, and they're saying, well, we, you know, it's still only guidelines, not set, set in stone. There's no consistency so of that. There needs to be, like, no. yeah, just a consistent message, really, so, throughout the music industry. I'm, I'm kind of like, we've got to plan around those guidelines and, and go, like, because we've got records to sell, and we, you don't get any younger, so you need to get out there and do what you're doing, and yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's nice to see, but it's kind of like, are we going to get because I don't believe in the tier system and all like that do you know what I mean I think it's just fucking locked down and get it get it over and done with 
be able to just all see our loved ones and do it all properly. And be able, you know, certain professions and that everyone needs to be able to fucking go. And people need to mix and become face to face, and that's you know what I mean. So I'd rather, I'd rather ride it out and get to like June or whatever it is, July, and then be able to go yeah, go ahead. Let's get let's get back to some normality and like at least in venues get have eighty percent or seventy percent of the people in. It's like I'm seeing people for, seeing fucking venues saying oh we're doing social distance gigs and there's like things markers on the floor. Oh That's fuck that! Not gonna work, is it? Not gonna work. Imagine just trying to keep your eyes on that with a couple of Gary's down you. You can't police it either. Can't be policed. Obviously, well, yeah, because you just look like a bell and then and what happens if you sneeze, lad? Because I'm not being funny, not if you've got the virus and you sneeze, lad, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. fucking green lads coming for you, and you know what I mean. <laughs> he was talking about this rapid test, and Sean, they're trying to get that in place where it's on the spot. It's just everyone gets tested on the door, it's on the spot, and then you're in, you're in. They're all false negatives, all the rapid testing's they are, they? It does seem mad, like. It, do, it does seem mad. I, I just don't know how we can put any faith in the testing system, really. But, it, I mean, Leeds Reading, that sounds fucking optimistic, that. When's that usually? August bank holiday, Sean? Lads, it's the dirtiest fucking honourable, gra- grammiest festival, all honourable little emos as well, isn't it, lads? Do you know what I mean? All fucking sharing fucking 90, 90s big fat spliffs and that, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bag, big baggy joints and that. Like, if that, fu- that's just got a fucking... Sounds like my type of gig, Fucking COVID 41, some 41, lads, you know what I mean? That's a fucking little beat, lads. Do you know what I mean? It'll just it'll go off, lads. If they like, if they like, allow that fucking festival to go on, lads, we might as well be fucking drinking fucking water from James Alton Kirby, lads. <laughs> Yeah, crawl before you can before you can walk or, or they're trying yeah. to run, aren't they? Right, right out the right out the gates with that. Has Glastonbury been cancelled, Sean? Have they scrubbed that? Yeah, lads, but fucking hell. Again, lads, that's, that's probably caused COVID, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Glastonbury, lads, Swat. do you know what I mean? I'm surprised, I, I'm surprised, lads, I always feel fucking terrible when I come back from there, you know? And like, it's just, it's not from the ale or whatever, it's from the shit. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. It's shit, isn't it? It's rough, it's isn't great, it? Like, but it's, it's a dirty festival, isn't it? What's the best festival you've ever been to, Sean, while we're on them? Well, I'm a, I've, I've been to Glastonbury so many times, lads. Yeah. But there's one worth mentioning. There's one worth mentioning where, where I went to, lads. I went to one in um, Czech Republic. And, lads, it was fucking boss. Iggy Pop came on, right? Yeah. I fucking had lads. It was in Prague. Was, yeah, Czech, it was in Prague. Lads, there's all fucking police and all SWAT, SWAT teams all standing above you and all fucking guns and fucking all, all arms up. Lads, it felt, it felt like fucking... It felt boss, you know what I mean? It felt, it felt horrible, but it was like, yeah. this is rock and roll, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So where are the aim of the guns at the crowd in case it gets like out of hand, like waiting for a mosh pit to go off, Hardy? I don't know, I was off me head, Popey. Are you sure <laughs> they would... Maybe, maybe they weren't there, was... maybe you were hallucinating. <laughs> maybe there, I don't even... Yeah, I just made it up. <laughs> I was going to say... Or it, was, or it was part of the set. Doesn't sound paranoia-inducing <laughs> at all, that, does it? Yeah, you'll have to ask Kevin Campbell, he was with me, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Right, should we get on to these... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> should we get on to these... Come on, let's get on the unlikely look alike. First of all, I want, the, the last time we spoke, Pope, I want to bring up your fucking sliminess around uh, the George Savile lookalike that Adam Forshaw give us. He said his mate, George Savile, looks like the fucking head from Arsatach. Me, <laughs> me and you got it wrong. 
I thought it was Neil Buchanan. I sent you Neil Buchanan. So you went and had a look at the two fellas. And you just absolutely endorsed it wholly. It was just bullshit. All you've done is endorse it because you're seeing that it might get retweets from footy players. It might get some likes from footy players. You're, you're so transparent. It's fucking outrageous. I'd argue Buchanan looks more like Savile. Jimmy Savile, maybe. <laughs> in fact, no, in fact, I thought the head had purposely been made to look like Buchanan. No. Do you reckon? Well, I, th- I, th- I think the head is Buchanan. How's about that? Buchanan looks like Michael Owen. <laughs> There's another derby lookalike for you. For you. On, the, on, the, on the subject of Buchanan, I couldn't find any further info on the Cokefield romp that I had <laughs> in the past with, with the brass. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you you out of them as a Charlie sniffing prostitute banging freak last time. I, cu- I, cu- I couldn't get more on it. Pope, apart apart Pope, from the fact his name is Leroy. Cope feels wrong. You've been reading fucking too much Daily Star. You probably love. I've been watching too much Good Morning Britain. <laughs> That's it, lad. Either that or that. Yeah. Looking real. Uh, I can't wait to go for the bed with you. It's going to be good. It's going to be worth the wait. Oh, right, let's fly through these derby shouts then. First one up from Jake Nolan. Tony Ibbert, Everton right back, and Bubs from the wire. <laughs> <laughs> Say it to you. Get him up, Bobby. Have a look at Bubs. Have a look at Tony Ibbert. This... Get him up. Fucking, I've watched the wire, lads, right the way through. About five times. And old Bubs is the little crackhead, isn't he? What are you making of it? Tony Ibbert, though? Is there something there? Well, here we go. Is there something there? What, what do you want me to make of it? it? Obviously, it doesn't look like him. Is it unlikely? Don't know, really. Okay. No, I think there's better ones out there. Like, All right, stick funny with, though. sticking with the wire. This is one of mine. This Alex Oxlade, Chamberlain, and Jimmy McNulty, Dominic West. Absolute ringer. <clears throat> yeah. Do we stick, are we, so we're sticking on the wire again, are we? Yeah, yeah stick on the wire. See, I've got one by the way. I've been trying to get it in for like the last three episodes, and you keep telling me to save it. So remember to come to me after you've. Your <laughs> yeah, I've got that. I've got that down. You're on the list. Don't worry. You're having that. Oxley Chamberlain, Jimmy McNulty. <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly. Like, no. It's got it all. Mixed races. Feel, feel, feel free to chip in here if you want, Sean. Go ahead, lad. Here's one, then. Yeah, here's another one for you. Shakiri. Yeah. And Vito Spadafore from The Sopranos. That's me again now. I wanted to ask you about Shakiri Popey. He seems to be getting a lot of game time recently. Do you feel like he's gone up in the pecking order because of his wig? It's like when uh, <laughs> when James Nesbitt got his fucking earpiece and he started getting considered for like lead roles. Is it that? <laughs> he's shipping Amino out, but Shakiri's got the fucking full head of air. All of a sudden, he's in in the rotation. I'd say, hey, going back to um, fucking Shakiri, I'd say he's more Silvio Dante. Ah, yeah, there's a bit of that. So I, I'll take your veto spatter for and I'll yeah. raise it fucking Silvio, Silvio Dante. Yeah. How's about that? Yeah. Hey, cheese, fuck. Yeah, he's, he's a bit of that, isn't he? Leave the fucking cheese where it is. <laughs> Come on, do it again. Cheese, fuck. Leave the fucking cheese where it is. <laughs> The one from Jake Nolan, <laughs> Jürgen Klopp and Tony Wilson. Uh, Pauly, what do you make of that one? Tony Wilson fucking... The left hand, Tony Wilson. Hacienda, yeah, yeah. Jury Division, fuck off, Nolan. Not seeing yeah. it. Oh, nah. Have you seen that, seen that one with Klopp, lad, the goat? 
No. The teeth. Have you seen that? I was going to say, I thought it might be like when Tony Wilson's had a fucking dropped a couple. Dropped a couple of Gary Ablett's back in the day. You know when he does that? The, the, goat, yeah. the goat is in the acronym, Sean, yeah? Well, uh, it, it, it's, no, it's not a goat. It's a camel. Yeah? Have you seen the camel with the teeth? Line? Looks like he's fucking as well four lines. <laughs> he does do the Gary <laughs> face, don't he? He does do, do uh, the Gary face he, when, he's, when oh, we score. So, like. uh, fucking, I want to see that. It's like, oh, you need to blow your coffee when you fucking score, lad. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, mate. So what did you make of that? Carlos Cappuccino. Oh, it's boss, lad, isn't it? Did, did you see the fucking... The uh, the advertisements are sent to you where you did all the beretta and all that. All the Italian meat and all the Italian lager with no. all the players and all the fucking advertising. Meretti's getting sold at the goods soon, like. It's got to be. We're not all oh, brandly more. Fucking might have to get a cheese and sicker. Not hard, is it? You get one behind the post, lad. You can't fucking see in our ground. Yeah, Meretti on draft, lad, on there, yeah. Sound, yeah. Sounds all right, doesn't it? All right, a couple of blue lookalikes. This is from Jordan Doyle, one of our most loyal listeners. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, you ready for this, Popey? I don't know what you're going to make of this. And this is Go England ahead. and line of duty actor, Vicky McClure. Have a little look at Vicky. Yeah, I, I know, well, lad, yeah. We've got three for Dominic Calvert-Lewin, by the way. That's you're imagine, so, you know, like, how did he come up oh. with that, like? Can't Jordan see him, Could be his sister. Whatever's on Jordan Doyle's menu, lad. Daily menu. Here's one, who's fucking hell. That's a fucking shout, that he must be seeing fucking rainbows, that kid. Here's right, Jordan, lad. <laughs> <laughs> can't see that lad couple of, all right then all right l- let me try a couple of my lol, yeah, that's it lol this is England yeah lol that's lol. the one he looks like lol oh no she's lol off this is England she's lol this is England yeah that's what combo, he was saying lol. that's what he was saying this is England no you're not having it okay I think one... combo looks more like Calvert-Lewin than, than lol Calvert-Lewin all right Pally try this one on for size Calvert-Lewin and Andy Kaufman they are 70s comedian man on the man <laughs> You fucking messing me, lads. Fucking hell, lads. Is that Jordan Doyle again? I think he is on the moon, isn't he, with that show? That's mine. That's mine, lads. He he, he needs his own podcast when he's fucking shouts, lads. Doyle on the moon. Is it yours? Steve claimed that one, Pauly. He claimed it. And then when he heard the shit that Doyle was getting, he just sort of backtracked slightly, didn't he? I just eased away from it. Shrinking violet. Doyle on the moon. What a fucking, what a spin-off that could be. I think he's a, marine, he's a Marine fan, isn't he? HBO classic. <laughs> what? Uh, he's a Marine fan, I think, Doyle. I think he's a Liverpool fan and a Marine fan. He's fucked on, isn't he? He's fucked on, isn't he? He's fucked on, isn't he? You're done, Steve? No, no, no. No, Calvert-Lewin and Nicholas Cage, Parley. Oh, lad. Has Nicholas Cage been? I reckon it's one of them things with Nicholas Cage. No, like, they showed that, the same picture of Jeff Goldblum every day. I reckon it's one of them, you could just say. Anyone and Nicholas Cage, you know what I mean? The Queen and Nicholas Cage. What do you reckon? The old, he's got a look of all sorts. Yeah, he can be whoever he wants, can he? He's like a blank canvas, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> he gets roles that he should never have had. Oh my god, we've seen the funniest picture here of Nicholas Cage. Can you not see Calvert Lewin yeah, a little yeah. bit? Can you not see something in the eyes? The look? Ah, there's something in the jaw. There's something there, I'm telling you. Hey, uh, that one was the best one I kid said, lad. It hasn't been better. It was not a Darby one, but Fiorio oh. from The Sopranos, Lewandowski. Yeah, it's a fucking... Br- it's a belter. It's an absolute... Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Couple more Derby ones. This is one of mine as well. I don't know what the fuck you're going to make of this one. Alex Awobi and Jewish comedian Sarah Silverman. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking messing with that. <laughs> That'll be uh, Steve's favourite, that, Sean. Just, that for, just for the con- 
controversy basically because it's a white woman looking like a black man, which ticks all the boxes for Sting. That would be He gives it all that, don't he? Interracial, uh, non-gender specific, and all that. Carry on. It's just absolute madness, isn't it? it, it, it you're just getting the names out the hat now, aren't you, Steve? <laughs> I wish I'd have got the fucking na- names out the ass in that FA Cup draw last week. Fucking Man City. Jesus Christ, Pally. Well, was. The girl, he fucking pulled it out as well. She didn't even fucking do it. Like, did you see her? Like, she just emptied the balls out and then she just she didn't even fucking shake them about properly. She just, like, she just seen it. Like, I'm to City. Uh, I, I think the City has like, oh, for fuck's sake, do you know what I mean? Have a good, oh. At least when Crouch was doing it, he has a good fucking jiggle about. So, so much for equality in football, eh? This is what oh, I yeah, that- Oh, no. Fuck it now. Michael Owen over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I actually prefer the fucking um, the, the women pundits. I do. The Alex. Yeah. She's great, isn't she? Yeah, I think she's great. Yeah. She's better than all of me because she actually knows what she's fucking talking about. Sooness isn't though. You can see you can see Sooness is fucking shitting himself when he's an Andy. He's, he's got all big Scottish sweats coming out. He's ridiculous, Sooness. <laughs> he's a real warrior. That's all he says. He's a, he's a real player. Oh. The players, yeah. What's that all about, lah? He's a real player. Yeah, (laughs) he's a real player. Popey, I think you submitted this one, didn't you? Or do you want to? Do you want to do the honors on your one? We need to hurry up here as well. I know. Yeah, come on, come on. Yeah, we're flying. Um, Come on, no, you, you, you take it. Seamus Coleman and Beth Twaddle, is it? (laughs) The Olympian. Have I already given you that one, have I, lad? You give me that, yeah. Seamus Cole, that was from Craig Ricks. Oh, fuming. That was me big reveal. Yeah, of course I want that one, yeah. You just told Craig me... Ricks, yeah, oh, Seamus well. Coleman, Beth Sweddle. Quick side story. Went to the park Sunday morning with the boys and then I was meeting Jimmy Lee there. I got there a bit early. Obviously, the derby was the night before. Fucking, he was in the park with his kid, Seamus Coleman. You had all the blue noses going up to him taking selfies and all that. Uh, which is fair enough, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and he obviously. seemed like a sound, sound lad, to be fair. Like, didn't have any problems with that. But then I seen him literally about two or three hours later, still there in the park, speaking to some randoms. And uh, Jimmy <laughs> was with me then. <laughs> and Jimmy was with me then. And he said he was milking it. And he compared him to David Brent when he was sacked from Wernham Hog in the office and persisted on coming into the office every day thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, lad, isn't it? He looks like he's got, he's got no teeth coming, has he? I say it was Coleman, at least I thought it was Coleman. It might have been Beth Sweddle, who knows? It could have been Beth Sweddle. <laughs> was he swinging on the bars and jumping between them, or...? No, it was this little girl was there, and he was sad. You know what, I, like, they were calling him a legend and all that. Carry on, the lads he was speaking to and all that. And, well, he seemed quite humble, but as I say, it was quite funny that David, um, Jimmy was calling David Brent when he was still there two hours later, like, just talking to randomers, just milking it, like, do you know what I mean? It's weird you Very mentioned uh, Elton Wellsby before. My uncle, Uncle Douglas, who, who does impressions on this, and uh, our Paul, they seen Elton Wellsby once pushing a kid on a swing. Presume it was his or, you know, his grandkid. And just over and over again, he was just saying, what another go, Sonny? Over and over again. Bit creepy even if it oh. is his family, isn't it, that? Yeah, a bit odd that, like, yeah. One another goes, Sonny. Oh, yeah, Wellesby. there was no, none of that carry-on from uh, Seamus Coleman and all fairness. All right, and the last one of these from Cousin Nicho, John Joe Shelby and Uncle Junior from The Sopranos. Because <laughs> <laughs> <What> do- <laughs> oh, they fucked up all the heads. <laughs> no, but, fucking hell. But, fucking hell, Cousin Nicho. But the young, looked- the young Uncle Junior, when it flashes back, absolute ringer for him. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Shelby, though, what a horrible twat, man. <laughs> He looks like he's got no respect for any of the hymns, and he la. As bear makes his team, he like spits it out as soon as he puts it in his mouth and that. 
Mike Lowen-esque. The little shoe mine on him, wasn't it? That video. Remember that? Oh, no, the little sparrow's claw, man. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> do, you, do you never see that video? You know, the Scouse parody videos. <laughs> Partly. Oh, yeah. Do you never see the one of John Joe Shelby? He's on the hospital bed after he's been injured. And he's just got this he's little... He's got his weapon out and he's referring to it as his sparrow's claw. His little shoe my little shoe my oh. on me. All the birds love it in fairground. <laughs> oh, I now. I mean, I've never even heard him speak, lad. He just looks like he hasn't got a voice. Little, little shoe, Here's man. The little man. Well, here's the big man going to bed. Hello, little fella. Hi, yeah. Here we are. Say goodnight. Bye. Good See night, God bless. See you later. See you later. Ta-da, fella. Probably needs to take over you, lads. He's just done a well better job. <laughs> Not hard, is it? Someone, someone's got to be articulous in the family. <laughs> We've mentioned the last man standing there, haven't we? Sean, you've got Roy Hodgson, obviously, now. We're opening it back up. If anyone wants to enter it, you can submit someone over 80 years old who you think is going to last a long time. That, that, that's basically all oh. you need to do. But hang on a minute. Stay again. You keep moving the goalposts. What I've done, Sean, because obviously I won the death race with Captain Tom Moore. You let me resubmit an entry for the yeah. last man standing. So I went in with Bill Clinton. I think it's about 76, 77. Got to be 80. So, will you give me a little bit of leeway, way Because I, I won the death race, or have you changed the rules from what, what do you want to wear? Like, well, as I, as I described it as, you were like winning, it was like winning the Europa League, wasn't it, for you? You won the death race, so you qualify for the last man standing sort of thing. <laughs> Pick your poison, basically. What happened to Harvey Price then? One of the lads has got Harvey Price. He's not 80, is he? No, I know, but all the death race picks carried over. So, Parley's still got, uh, got Royston, hasn't he? You've, got, you've, you've got to, you've yes, got to honour Bill Clinton. You've got to honour Bill Clinton. You've got to. You've, you've already said you would on this podcast. <laughs> Bill Clinton, you've got to honour it. Come on. Do you fancy your chances? If Everton don't sign Zaha now, they might look elsewhere if they finish top four. He might just fucking kick on Roy Hodgson, mightn't he? Right, he'll have, but he needs, someone needs to, someone needs to have a little fucking quite quick word with him, lad, or even one of his mates or something, or one of the other managers just say, listen, lad, you're not looking too good, you know? Because, <laughs> I, I, you Boy. know, you see them on telly and they're like, he looks fucking, he looks stressed out, lad. Looks too cold for them. Looks too cold on the line, lad. It's like, he's a blanket, don't he? Looks like he needs a blanket yeah. on the line. Well, well, Polly, I, 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 I could say the fucking same about you with your fucking blonde hair. What's your problem? <laughs> I see you in your fucking leather jacket. <laughs> Fuck off, will you? <laughs> right let's get out of here on the so old tip of the week let's mention our sponsors we'll send you some up Polly. do you like a gin do you like a rum lad what, what's, your, what's your poison drink wise alcohol Think you drink any, wouldn't you, Parley? Uh, 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 well, as long as it goes, yeah, yeah, it goes down. Yeah. Our sponsors are the, the Soho Juice Co. They do a mixer, a still mixer. So we'll send you a batch up. Test them out for us. See what, see what you think of them. Nice with a gin. It's a little Soho gin, or I have one with a with a rum. Have you had a have you had a little dabble recently, Popey? You've been having a go. They've been getting you through these these cold long nights. Well, I thought nights. I'd run out, lad. I thought I'd run out, but I've got I've, I've actually got a, a little crate in the garden. Keeping cold, well sheltered away, like someone needs a crack in. Yeah, I've been on the Isle Sol Campbell during this uh, this call. You need like Volvo, it's only what four percent. You need something to get you through, lad. Oh, don't you? Too. Same again for me. I'm on a betting sabbatical again. I've been absolutely shit. Worst betting run of my life the last couple of months. 
You say against it, you're meant to be on a betting sabbatical, and then what's happened to you in the last couple of weeks? I got COVID, didn't I? So I was stuck in my fucking room like little Jimmy Corker, like I was saying before. <laughs> you got to have something to get you through, haven't you? Unfortunately. How are you, Steve? I'm sound, you know, lad. Yeah, yeah. it was all right. A little bit ropey for a bit. It was more the mental side of it, lad. Really, just being in here with your Yeah, it was all in his head, basically. You're losing bets yeah. and that. Fucking not, not good when you've got the world number one golfer fucking uh, chipping into trees and I that. S- <laughs> I said, Pope, he was like fucking uh, not train spot. Do you know when he goes cold turkey in the room? Start seeing fucking babies walking on the scene other than that. <laughs> fucking heavy, you know. With his fucking mask on in his garden. Fucking hell, I'll start about that. <laughs> so oh, scary, yeah. boy. Do you, do, you have, do you have your mask on in your garden? <laughs> yeah, you, oh, yeah, you commented on it on the uh, on the Instagram live, yeah. He said, yeah, just being in the garden there with the mask on would be fucking hell oh, fun. Fucking hell. It's not airborne, it's fucking hell, lad. <laughs> you, don't know what, you don't know what's in the air down here. Pally. <laughs> So, so my tip of the week, Steve, do you remember the last time we, we had an episode and I put Juventus up? Oh, who yeah. then went on to lose the next two games? Yeah, yeah. So just another example, really, of the case of the pod. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to follow you in there. It's basically our first official show since we've been rebranded, renamed Gambling with the Pope, and neither of us are going to put a fucking tip up. Are you going to do us proud here, Paul? Pally, come on, give us a... Have you got anything for our, anything for our listeners? Give us a tip, together? lad. Give, give us a prediction for over the weekend. We've got a... We've got to show what, something. We've got to give our listeners something. A prediction of what's going a result. Any sport, give us a pick or, or even a long term prediction. You do the honors right, and be the tip it. of the week. Sean, I'll offer you out here. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Because <laughs> giving, giving him a blank canvas is a bit ridiculous, isn't it? Let's look at the Premier League games. By the way, Poby, did I tell you just while we're on betting, I'm trying to shift over our, our podcast to another setting, to another platform. So I was, I was listening to the yeah. first episode the other day, and it's uh, it's quite revealing, lad. I mean, straight out the gate, we were making fucking ridiculous predictions. You said that COVID was the sniffles, basically, we'll be over it in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and you said you'd bet your mortgage... That, the, that these lockdowns won't last 18 months. Your workmate was convinced last March that it'd be 18 months of uh, varied lockdowns. And you said you've actually got it on a work platform, evidence of it. You bet your mortgages against each other. <laughs> Are you flapping about that or...? No, yeah, well, I'm going to double down and I'm going to fucking bet my mortgage and I'm going to raise my Mars mortgage as well. That's not going to last 18 months. It's 11 months in. We've got, what, 18 million people vaccinated. So 18 months to get to 18 months, that's another nine. What is it? Is that another? No, it's not. It's another seven, seven months. Well, seven. I'll do me maths. Another seven months, that's a long time. That's a long way away, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, not only do we fucking stick by it, I double down. So my mum's mortgage is going on it now as well. And this recording is legally binding. It's recorded, isn't it? Yeah, so <laughs> come after me. Lawyer up. <laughs> Come on then, um, throw something apart. Come on, I, I, I'm going to pick Shall a random I, game for you, for you here at the weekend. I'm not going to pick an Everton game or a Liverpool game because I don't want your judgment to be clouded. Chelsea, Man United. Man United going to Chelsea. Quick prediction. It can be a score, <laughs> fair score or whatever. I reckon Chelsea are going to do them anyway. Go ahead. United, I reckon they're going to come and stuck. I reckon it'll be a nice little 1-0 to them there, Chelsea. 1-0 Chelsea. 1-0 Chelsea. Pope, you've got... That's, that's, that, fuck, that fucking cannibal Thomas to show, lad, you fucking... <laughs> He's going to scare a little Ollie, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve, go on. Do you want to have a little charity bet on that, Steve? Yeah, go ahead then. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm on a sabbatical, but I'll... I'll yeah, I'll go I'll go two all, mate. Two all draw. 
I'm on about. I'm on about you funding fucking Sean's one nil prediction there. Oh, fuck Put your that. money where your mouth is. Oh, fuck that. Like Donating the proceeds to charity. Nah, you're all right. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I politely decline. <laughs> Uh, That's what he thinks of your prediction there, Sean. I've done enough. I've done enough for charity, and, and I've, I've spent know, enough on betting the last who, few fucking months. Who, who, by the way, boy, who's your next manager to go? Oh, that's a good one. You know, it's my mate Steve Bruce, isn't it? It's got to be on his fat head. Yeah, this, this was clickbait to see this today. He says Jurgen Klopp is sixty-seven percent. You know, sixty-seven percent like of best that he's going to be. He's going to be like a G, the next Germany German manager or whatever Germany manager. It's like, fuck no. I think can't see him going to can't see him being an international manager, can you, you know what I mean? Pauly, he might have really yeah. took the knock though. We've we've discussed it on this podcast and for him not to you were saying it, lad. You were calling for it last time we spoke. He's gotta get a centre back. How can he not get him a fucking centre back? For them not to have a centre back on the first of January wrapped up with a fucking bow on his head is ridiculous. To, to wait till the last day of the window. How many points have we lost in January? Popey, Popey said that he's weren't going to get anyone, and then I mean he's went and got that fucking oh. Schalke fucking Kabach. Like you know, you know, yeah, like I'm being funny, you know, but I, I still, I mean, I'm not not against him like that, but I still wasn't impressed by that, you know. Look, yeah. I was like a bit. Do you know what I mean? Just... a little bit, little, even until the last minute. I know we we effectively got a good deal on both players, like of course we did, because what we're actually the, the the money we're putting up front isn't isn't much combined between the two of them, but. Yeah, we, we certainly left it to the last minute. I don't know whether that was strategical or not, but like you said, Steve should have been done early on in the uh, the window, shouldn't it? What will be will be. We'll uh, we'll catch up again, Pauly. Maybe maybe we'll do an FA Cup final show if the Blue Boys. Or I'll the head. next time we catch up is in is in the pub. Yeah. Fucking right, yeah. I'd love to do one yeah. of these in the booze with you, lad. Well. Well, yeah, and be good to do daytime when when the fuck when it's actual. It'd be good to do it when the live games on something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. A live yeah, show. Definitely, yeah. I'm up for that. predictions for the end of the game and that. Yeah. Well, do you know what? We yeah, could, I'll be up for that. Definitely. We, we could do a bit of the City game, even Wednesday City Everton game. We could do a little bit of that. I know you'll just want to watch that, like I'd imagine, but a bit of Instagram oh, live yeah. and that, yeah, and that. Up for that, me lads. You know me. Love the amount of time you're giving us here, and, and our listeners love you, don't they? I think I, I think so I love much. you, Sean. Some, some of the shouts there, like Pierce Morgan, that'll stay with me forever. That, I can't <laughs> wait to listen to it back. It's kind of that's, it, that's it, Steve. You're gonna have to use some fucking heavy editing there, lads. You know what I mean? I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, it's an all-nighter for me, this mate. I'm gonna pull an all-nighter tonight and get it done. But uh, nice one again, lads. As always, now. Cool, I'll give you the shout on set. Nice one, Sean. Nice one, boys. Nice, take Sean. it easy. Take it easy, Pope. Take it easy, lads. Ta-ra, lads.